a fantastic time to be alive. And what an honor it is to be here with you once again. Bienvenidos a la vida victorosa. I am your host as always, Darius Riddick, a.k.a. Warline One. And, um, you know, just a little bit of housekeeping. I want to say thank you. And I know I do it quite, kind of often. You guys are probably like, oh, dear, you always like that. Thank you. Because we frankly don't get told thank you enough. It's small things that make a hell of a difference. And the fact that you are here taking time out of your busy lives, your busy days, uh, where you could be doing anything else. Um, you took a couple minutes or whatever it is, wherever you are in life to um, listen to yours truly. It, it means a lot to me. And, and I am extremely grateful for it. Um, because a lot of people don't get that same privilege, you know. Like I said, you could have dedicated your time to anything. But here we are, learning something, hopefully, to be able to pay back to the world to make it a better place. Because I, I'm a firm believer, as you all know, in the idea that regardless of who you are, regardless of what it looks like when you look outside, regardless of your, 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 ra- your, your race, your color, your age, your gender, your sexuality, your what, and, and all of the above, right? Regardless of all that stuff, we all share the common purpose of leaving Earth better than how we found it. And um, the, the point of this is, is to enable that, which brings me to the primary point of the question that I've been asked quite frequently is why did the name change from Constructing the Beast podcast to La Vida Victorosa. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But first and foremost, um, it, 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 it encompasses the last two minutes that we just talked about. The idea of victory, the idea of winning is inherent. Every, everyone is inherently a winner, but not everyone wins. Okay. So what I mean by that is, um, scratch the idea of just showing up to the field. And even if you, whether you play all four quarters or whether you sit on the bench you hold, the whole time, everybody gets a trophy. That, that is not what we're encouraging. <laughs> Point blank period, ladies and gentlemen. That, that's not what I'm saying, okay? What I am trying to, trying to explain is the fact that we all have a purpose. And it, it takes certain steps. It takes certain influences, motivations, ambitions, certain points in the life to, to be a catalyst to that, to be a catalyst to win. And whether that be momentary, where it be a period of our lives, where it be an event, it doesn't matter what it is, that ability to win and to translate that into something usable for a different audience is why we talk about the life of victory. That's how you truly win. When you can win as an individual, it's great, right? Because we all have that purpose to leave something better. When you can do that, you're winning. But when you can enable that for someone else, that's a completely different story, okay? We're talking about another level of, of victory. It's, it's, the, it's, uh, it's, not just a, it's not just an instant. It's a life of victory because once you start winning it's almost addictive it's it's like something that you 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 can't go back from you know even if you have a fall from grace or something you know kind of not even derails takes you off that track for a while it, it's all purposeful it's something just to teach you something the universe is talking to you in some way and and when you are on that path to victory, when you are living the victory of life, when you understand that you have a duty and obligation to be better so you can pay that forward. That's where the magic happens. So 
why not just the victory life? Because I don't know. I like Spanish. <laughs> why not? I like I like the Spanish culture. I, I I think that a lot of these a lot of their words um, say it better than we do in English, frankly. And, and that's and that's my opinion. You know, we talk about the victory life, or we talked about La Vida Victorosa. It just has a better ring to it. Okay. So so with that being said, I actually want to take a couple more minutes to pay homage to. The, the original, the OG of Constructing the Beast by reading an excerpt from Constructing the Beast, the actual book, Constructing the Beast, the Seven Irrefutable Laws of a Limitless Human. And this excerpt is from uh, Law 4, which is you, uh, the law of courage. Okay, and it's and it starts by stating I actually have a copy in my hand. Right? I'm not, I, don't have it, I don't have it memorized. I mean, that would be fuck, that'd be fucking nuts. But um it states, hiding like a turtle in a shell is not living at all. A true warrior must have heroic courage. It is absolutely risky. It is living a fulfilling, wonderful, and whole life. So directly translating into what we just talked about over the past couple minutes. <laughs> so that gives you insight into what we're about to talk about. So here it is. So nothing in life worth having comes without taking risks. No one made it outside the standard nine to five, retire at 67, did it without taking serious risk. The greater the risk, the greater the reward. However, you can go as far as to say the biggest risk is taking no risk at all. The consequences are a lot more perverse by deciding to take the easy route. Mustering the courage to climb the high dive is the first step. It's the step that millions of people avoid because the idea of fear. Fear is by far the greatest eliminator. Most people don't understand that if they overcame that initial rush of fear, taking risk and life in general would be a hell of a lot easier. Unfortunately, once you climb the ladder, you're still only halfway there. That's one less obstacle to take on. Then there's the walk along the board. It's the worst part of it all because that's when reality sinks in. As you slide your toes to the edge, you get that queasy feeling. You took a couple risks, and now you're staring down at the biggest challenge of all. That look down from the edge is terrifying, but walking back is a fate worse than death. There's no honor in going back now. That would be quitting, and warriors don't quit. You can guarantee there will be shame, self-loathing, and a lot of regret. Your best bet is to take a deep breath and jump into the water. Now, every subsequent time you run through the motion of climbing and jumping, it gets easier. You get smarter, you get stronger, and a little more courageous. Taking risks becomes second nature because you know it won't be the end of the world. If you are constantly obsessing over a dream or having an innate desire to live a better life, then becoming a risk taker is a lifestyle you'll have to adopt. There are very few things in life that you can't get back. Most things that hold intrinsic value like money, cars, and possessions can all come back if you work hard enough. One thing that won't come back no matter what you do is time. When time is gone, it's gone forever. When you avoid or outright choose not to take risks, it's a guarantee you'll be losing out on some valuable opportunities. Those opportunities would allow you to have more time. A lot of people have the misconception that if you don't party, have fun, and enjoy your younger years, then you'll be miserable. Those same people also think that you'll have to settle down early, get married, have kids, a chocolate lab, and a white picket fence as soon as possible. Without it, you're not desirable or you'll be lonely forever. Now, don't get me wrong. Love is a beautiful thing, and it's an unreal feeling when you experience it. And yes, it's good to let your hair down and live in the moment, but in reality, those are all old-world mentalities. Life will go on without them. Truth is, you can have whatever you want, but not without taking risks. 
What really has the most effect is taking the opportunity now to solidify a future that will give you more time. If the above things fall into that, great. If those things don't, that's cool too. Everything happens in due time when the universe allows. The unlocking of time starts right now. The earlier you take risks at the chance of a better future, the better your odds. And I'll finish it off with a quote that I put kind of at the beginning of Law 4, um, specifically Law 4, Part 1, Take Risk or Die. And that is a quote by Martin Luther King Jr., 1929 A.D. to 1968 A.D. And that quote is, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. I find that extremely fascinating um, and extremely applicable to um, what it is that you know, everyone at some point in their life goes through in multiple times, some, some, some of us multiple times in a day. And I think it, I think that, um, it truly starts when you take that risk, this whole idea of winning, um, of unlocking our potential of fulfilling your duty of being able to pay something back is inherently a risk. It comes with numerous risks and to try and avoid that is, is just when we say with constructing the beast is a fate worse than death uh, because it it comes with a lot of things that are unavoidable so instead of allowing that potential to be held back instead of trying to prevent yourself from being the best possible version that you can possibly be um, take that first step you don't have to see what the entire staircase looks like or where it leads to but just take it one step at a time and life will begin to make a lot more sense for those of us um, that know what it feels like. And for those of you that don't, it's not, it's not, it's not that scary. It's not as scary as it seems. Right. And I just want to give some positive encouragement today, but ladies and gentlemen, until next time, the future is bright and I look forward to exploring it with you. Now they want to know me since I hit the top. Hey, this a rolling, not a stop. Watch shit. Don't never stop.